0: This is Optimal Living Daily Relationships, Episode 5, Why I Stop Punishing My Kids, Replacing Punishment with Connection, Part 2, by Bridget McNamara with FamilyOptimized.com. And I'm Joss Marie, your host and personal narrator every weekday. I read to you from some of the best blogs on relationships, all for free. And of course, it's with permission from the authors. Today features a post from Family Optimized, but it's a continuation from yesterday, so if you're new here or skipping around, you should probably listen to yesterday's episode first, since I read the first half of this article there. That's episode 4. And before we get to part 2, we've been giving away books all week to random people on our mailing list. We'll be continuing that through the weekend, and the last raffle will be on Monday morning, and since it's Friday, this is my last chance to give you the reminder. To be in all of these raffles, just make sure you're on our mailing list at oldpodcast.com. It's totally free, and we even give you some free spreadsheet tools just for joining. Again, that's all at oldpodcast.com. I'll give you a quick reminder at the end of the show. So for now, let's hear part two of this post as we optimize your life. Why I Stop Punishing My Kids Replacing Punishment with Connection, Part 2, by Bridget McNamara with FamilyOptimized.com. You have to try it. It really, really works. If they did something after you asked them not to, it's because they lack impulse control. If they jump on the couch, they need to get outside and run. If they spread mashed potato all over the wall, they need sensory play. If they throw a tantrum, they most likely need a snack or a nap or they are overstimulated. If they're hitting, they need practice with conflict resolution, which they will not get sitting in the corner. If you have no idea what they need, a hug is almost always the right answer. If they won't leave the park, they need a race to the car, or three more times down the slide, or heck, a trip to the ice cream shop on the way home. Before you say, I'm rewarding them for their bad behavior, I counter that with the awareness that bad behavior is a symptom of an underlying issue. It is because they literally, developmentally do not have control of their emotions or healthy coping skills to deal with big feelings. Shoot, I'm 41 years old and I'm still learning healthy coping skills when I'm dealing with big emotions. I hope so much better for my kids that they won't still be struggling at my age. These are all developmentally appropriate behaviors of a child whose brain functions are not fully developed. These are all opportunities for the adults to model good coping skills like communication, empathy, kindness, connection. Show them, this is how it's done. This is how we take care of each other. This is real life. The trouble with punishment is that it speaks to the selfish nature of humans. If I am stopping myself from a behavior just to avoid getting in trouble, this is a self-serving action. There is no intrinsic motivation to be a good person and do the right thing. If a child stops a tantrum by threat of losing their iPad, this doesn't teach the child healthy ways to express themselves. There is no motivation for the child to think of how their behavior affects others. When we muddle a child's brain with fear of punishment and feelings of shame, We take away from them the opportunity to truly understand how their actions impact others. Punishment makes children feel angry, ashamed, and out of control. They aren't thinking about how the other person feels. I promise you that. Punishment hurts. What do hurt people do? They hurt people. Studies show that punishment actually increases aggression in children. Decades' worth of research shows that punishment— even when it doesn't include physical force, promotes aggression. But studies conducted in the United States and in Sweden revealed another layer to that reality. Bullies, in particular, are more likely to have been raised by authoritarian parents who rely on punishment. The alternative? We should be sitting with our child and quietly connecting, teaching and empathizing. Help them to put words into their feelings and the feelings of the people around them, When your child takes a toy from a friend or sibling, I know you want that toy. It is hard to wait when something looks so fun. Right now, we have to find something different to play with. Remember that it's perfectly normal child development for a young child to see something and assume that because they want it, they should have it. Look at Zoe's face. She is sad that you took her toy. How about for an older child? Can we follow these same guidelines? Let's say your child is caught watching something on YouTube that you do not approve of. The first instinct is to ban YouTube and lock away every electronic in the house. The harsh truth is that the most likely result of this type of reaction is that your child figures out how to watch YouTube behind closed doors and erase their internet history. I can tell you from my real-life experience as an adolescent that my feelings from being punished range from complete shame to rampant lying to avoid the reaction that brought me that shame. So, what if you don't ban YouTube? What if instead, you watch the content with your child and explain why it's problematic? What if you approached it from a place of love and said, as your mom or dad, it is my job to keep you safe and protect you from things that you might not be ready for. Ask them questions about what it is they like about the channel they are viewing and how they personally feel about the points you find offensive. I would be willing to bet that if it's content you don't approve of, there are probably things happening that your child doesn't fully understand and wish they could ask you about without having the ax fall. You can set limits without shaming them. You can assure them that they won't have their privileges ripped away from them if they ask you what bag means. In this way, you are keeping them safer than you could when they start hiding things from you. Speaking of hiding things from you, what if you catch your child lying to you? Isn't a lie most often a way to avoid punishment? If you remove the threat of punishment, you also remove the need to lie. For clarification, it's important to have very clear expectations and set limits to protect everyone in the house. It's okay to tell your child you are angry and hurt by what they've said or done. We have rules. We don't hurt each other, not physically or emotionally. We ask before using something that doesn't belong to us. We clean up our own messes. One of the most important rules of all no revenge. You hurt me, so I hurt you doesn't fly around here. And my six year old will tell you that. Adults and children alike. We are firm on these rules. We all screw up and break these rules sometimes. We cry. We stomp we yell, we forgive. That's real life. If you would like more information on how to parent without punishments, I highly recommend the book, Unconditional Parenting by Elfie Cohn. Reading this book changed my life and my relationship with my children. You just listened to part two of the post titled, Why I Stop Punishing My Kids, Replacing Punishment with Connection Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is a popular post on their site. I hope you enjoyed it. You can read a lot more parenting articles at Family Optimized. And of course, I'll be reading more for you soon. Before we go, we're doing raffles all this week to celebrate the launch of this show and a bunch of milestones on our others. The raffles end on Monday, so there's still time to get in on them. Just come by oldpodcast.com and enter your email address. It's totally free. You'll get some free spreadsheet tools from us and a short weekly email with some life tips, quotes, and more. And it's a nice way to show some support. So again, come by oldpodcast.com and enter your email address and that'll enter you into our raffles for free and that wraps up the very first week of optimal living daily relationships thank you for being here and checking out this brand new show have a great weekend and i'll see you on monday where your optimal life awaits hello life optimizer this is justin Mollick, creator and producer of this podcast but also optimal living daily